What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in the beautiful city of Kinston, North Carolina. Welcome to the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, Today is hump day, Wednesday, February the 15th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 802 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why wow, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game, but we have another great show for you today. Uh, now, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know, typically we have uh, Tuesdays with Trez. He was unable to do uh, yesterday's show. However, he is scheduled to join us here in about 15 minutes. In fact, just got a message from him verifying that. So uh, it will do. I got to come up. You know, I love Tuesdays with Trez because it's alliterative. Uh, we're having him here on Wednesday, so what would that be? Uh, Dontrez Styles, Hump Day with Styles. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with something cool for that. But uh, Dontrez uh, will be joining us uh, in, like I said, about fifteen minutes. Usually, we try to have him on in the eight o'clock hour, but he's got weight. Uh, he's got a. Uh, he's lifting weights today at eight o'clock. So, just uh, inside the world of a uh, of a intercollegiate basketball player in Dontrez Styles. Listen, we're going to get caught up with him um, about Monday night's loss to Miami, the big win at home over Clemson over the weekend on Saturday. Uh, that they had he played uh some some pretty good minutes in that too we're gonna we'll we'll accentuate the positives as you know and we'll uh, talk to him about that and uh, then we'll preview there's a big game coming up uh saturday in raleigh uh did i say saturday i mean sunday in raleigh so uh that's going to be a lot of fun talking to him about that and getting everything called up on uh what's going on with our good friend Dontrez styles so uh yeah, there you go. That'll be our first guest today. And then our second guest uh, will be our regular Wednesday uh, guest. He's the founder, publisher, and editor of the best dang local sports site in eastern North Carolina, encmoments.com, Junius Smith III. Uh, he'll be joining us about uh, about 30 minutes into this hour, and uh, we'll uh, have him the rest of the hour. Just uh, We're going to talk about prep basketball. We had uh, the boys in the East Central 2A last night, played uh, down at Southwest Onslow. And so we're going to talk to him about that and get all caught up on uh, who won, who lost, and because I'm telling you, the next two days are going to be awesome. Uh, the semifinals of the uh, East Central 2A tournament are at Kinston tonight, and uh, the championships will be tomorrow night also at Kinston High School, regardless of who wins and loses tonight. So, uh, and I will be on the mic for both of those nights, uh, four games tonight. I know, uh, Jason Bryant's going to give me a hand tonight with that, but listen, on top of all that, be sure you tune in to, uh, right here on nine sixty the bull nine sixty, the bull.com starting at around uh, six 45 or so tonight, because, uh, our good friends, uh, Harlan Neal and Barry Stallings are going to be bringing you the, uh, uh, the semifinals of the East Central 2A live from Kenston High School, like I said, right here on 960 The Bull, 960TheBull.com. And then they'll have you the championship game, uh, boys' championship game tomorrow. So uh, be sure if you can't make it out, and you should try to make it out, it's going to be some great basketball played over at Kenston High School the next couple of days, including today, today and tomorrow. But if you can't make it out, then uh, tune in and listen to uh, Harlan and Barry on uh, 960TheBull, 960TheBull.com. But, uh, again, we'll talk to Junius here, uh, like I said, about 30 minutes in this first hour. And then let me tell you something. We've got a treat for you in our second hour. Uh, joining us live here in our plush, well-lit studio right here on Whitehall Drive is the uh, new sheriff of Lenora County, Jackie Rogers. It's going to be his first appearance here on the show. Uh, man, so much I want to talk to him about. I want to talk to him about his campaign strategy. I want to talk to him uh, about his Restore Lenore, which – 
Got to tell you, man, you want to talk about a buzz out in the community. Uh, there has been a buzz out in the community uh, for the new sheriff. And I'm not denigrating the old sheriff. I had a great relationship with him, and especially with uh, Ryan Dawson, just uh, who was his uh, major and just uh, very, very good to me. Uh, both of them were uh, good to me. But uh, really looking forward to talking to uh, new Sheriff Rogers. Uh, new Sheriff. Sheriff Rogers here in our second hour, and uh, then we'll do the birthday game. And then before you know it, the Brian Hanks Show, uh, Wednesday, February 15th edition will be over. Listen, I hope you you treated your girl good yesterday or your guy good or whoever you, uh, whoever your significant other is yesterday. Yesterday was a fun uh, uh, Valentine's Day, but I'm telling you, no, this isn't an ad. I'm just reporting it here. Man, we had so much fun yesterday at uh, Junior, or at Junius, <laughs> at uh, Jacques Passeleg's uh, Goeco Ribbon Cutting. I got to tell you, I have been... I, well, when I left the newspaper in 2016, uh, I took a few months off and then I started working for the chamber, uh, the Kinsale and North County chamber of commerce a little bit, uh, worked for them for several months. And then since then I, uh, have been like a marketing marketing consultant for them and have helped them out with this, that, and the other still kind of doing that on the side, but, uh, didn't yesterday. I was just there yesterday as a fan, as a friend of Jacques Passeleg. And I got to tell you, man, one of the best ribbon cuttings I've ever been to, if not the best ribbon cutting I've ever been to a half of Kenston was there. I mean, it was so nice talking to people and, uh, everybody there to support Jacques. It was, it was awesome. And then, uh, secondly, just the way it was set up. I mean, it was the traditional, uh, you know, the mayor spoke, mayor Hardy spoke for a little bit. And then June Cummings, uh, from the Lenore County board of commissioners, she spoke, and then uh, Jacques took over, and usually the the owner of the business is having a ribbon cutting. Maybe they'll talk for thirty, forty five seconds, maybe even a couple of minutes. And it's and I'm not denigrating any uh, other uh, <laughs> ribbon cuttings I've been to, but for the most part, they're you know it's quick in, quick out, kind of boring. All that man, I'm telling you, it was it was really cool. We've talked about John, Jonathan, and I when we do our Goico uh, birthday game. You know, we've talked about the uh, Business Innovation Center that he's got over there at uh, 1201 West Vernon Avenue, Suite A. And we've talked about how, you know, it is. It's like being on the Starship Enterprise. I mean, it's very awesome. He's just got all kinds of great things. Well, he demonstrated them for, I don't know, the 100, 110, 120 people who were there yesterday. And uh, it was just fun. I mean, he had great refreshments. That was always cool. But I'm telling you, it was a fun ribbon cutting and uh, a lot of people there. Go to uh, Jacques' page, and I'm sure the Kinsale and North County Chamber of Commerce is going to have something up there, too. And Zach Holcomb was there, too, uh, videoing it. Uh, it was just a really good time. And uh, congratulations to Jacques for that turnout. I know how those kind of things are. I mean, I've worked with people who've done uh, – uh, rivet cuttings before and they're always nervous is anybody going to come is anybody yeah he had <laughs> that place was packed i mean it was absolutely packed but uh man just a good time a really really good time at the ribbon cutting yesterday for uh, goeco congratulations to jacques that's how a community turns out and supports uh, one of its uh, business leaders and uh man i know he was appreciative I, I had a good time linda had a good time and like i said half of kinston had a good time out there too um Let's get you caught up all on our uh, hometown heroes and our NBA players and all that. Neither one of our NBA players played last night. However, they will both play tonight. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans, they are at the L.A. Lakers tonight at 10. That game will be on ESPN. Then they are off for the All-Star Weekend. That's right. The All-Star Weekend is uh, this upcoming weekend. They do, And then after tonight's game, they are not back on the court. The Pelicans aren't until Thursday, February 23rd, so a week from tomorrow when they travel to Toronto. Reggie Bullock and the uh, Dallas Mavericks, uh, they are at Denver today at 9 o'clock. That game will be on League Pass. So that's right. You can watch uh, Reggie and Brandon. If you you know, you know got you to gotta get the three TV set up, okay? If you got the three TV set up, then you can watch Reggie on one TV, Brandon on another TV, and, uh, again, uh, they play at Denver tonight at 9. Then they're off for All-Star Weekend, and uh, the Mavericks will be back on the court Thursday, February the 23rd, at home versus the lowly San Antonio Spurs. Tell you what, though, that's going to be a good game. In fact, both those games are going to be good games tonight. Pelicans, Lakers at 10, Mavericks, uh, Nuggets at 9. Uh, I mean, we're, we're getting into the, the, the final third of the season here with uh, the NBA, so those are uh, two <laughs> – pretty important games for both teams uh lcc baseball they played yesterday 
They, however, they lost at Lewisburg yesterday, uh, eight to three. They are now three and two here this season. Uh, however, they get to put that loss behind them very, very quickly because they are home versus North Carolina Wesleyan's JV team today at one thirty. So uh, that game, like I said, that'll be at one thirty today as the Lancers will take on the North Carolina Wesleyan JV team. Then uh, they travel to Fayetteville Saturday for a doubleheader, and then they're back home uh, on Sunday at 1 o'clock also against Fayetteville Tech. That's the way those series works uh, in Region 10, <clears throat> the way those series work. I guess I could uh, get my noun-verb agreement right here. You guys will probably appreciate that. But uh, the, so the, the first two, it's always a three-game weekend series, and the first two games are a doubleheader at one school, and then the second day is on Sunday, and that's a nine-inning game at the other school. So that's the way it is this weekend. Fayetteville Tech, Saturday doubleheader uh, at Fayetteville, and then back home uh, Sunday at one. So there you go with that. How about the uh, Lenore Community College Lancers basketball team? They uh, return to action. They've been off for what seems like forever, too. They will be at home tomorrow. Uh, or No, I'm sorry. They are at Patrick and Henry tomorrow. Uh, and then, uh, this weekend though, they have a double header at home on Saturday and Sunday on Saturday, they're at home versus Johnston community college, uh, Saturday at three and then Sunday at one, they will be at home against Southwest Virginia. So, uh, we talked about it yesterday and it is, it's super cool that, uh, you can go out to Lenore community college on Sunday. You can go to the baseball field and watch them take on Fayetteville Tech at one, or you can be in the Sportatorium and watch them take on Southwest Virginia uh, also Sunday at one. So lots of action going on out at uh, on campus at Lenore Community College. And you know what? Let me tell you a little bit about Lenore Community College. For almost 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252 527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And as we say every day here on the show, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. We truly do appreciate them. And you know what? Here's how you can show your appreciation. You yourself, go out this weekend and support the LCC Lancers. Hey, uh, speaking of LCC, and you know I love to speak of LCC, we are going to have right here on the show on Monday, Catherine Pearson. She's going to be joining us uh, Monday to talk about a bunch of stuff that is happening over that is happening over at LCC, not just athletics, but everything else that's going on out there too. So, uh I uh, can't wait to have her on. And then, as you know, next week is also Freedom Classic Week. Uh, the Freedom Classic uh, begins a week from Friday, uh, February 24th. It'll run uh, the first game of the three-game series between the Air Force Academy and the U.S. Naval Academy over at Granger Stadium is Friday at 6 p.m. Then we'll have a game Saturday at 2 and Sunday at 1230. I'll be out there for all three of those. Brian Hank Show is a proud sponsor of the Freedom Classic, along with WRNS and Dick Broadcasting. Uh, very proud to, uh, again, sponsor the Freedom Classic. But, man, next week's going to be – I know we're uh, in the middle of this week now as it's hump day here, but uh, I'm telling you, man, uh, next week's going to be awesome. Like I said, we've got Catherine Pearson on Monday, but then Tuesday and Wednesday. haven't decided which day you which, but Coach Costacopoulos, uh, Paul Costacopoulos, did that. Easy for me to say. Coach Costacopoulos from the U.S. Naval Academy. Uh, he'll be joining me either Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. And then uh, Mike Keselowski, the head baseball coach over at Air Force Academy, will be joining me either Tuesday or Wednesday next week. And then Thursday, we're going to have Bill Ellis and Corey Povar on here in my plush, well-lit office. I cannot wait to have – how about that? The past and Bill Ellis and the man who started the Freedom Classic. And then Corey Povar, the current uh, – Parks and Rec Director, uh, they'll be here on Thursday, February 23rd, and then on Friday, February 24th, we're going to have Scott Austin and Josh Bass, the two uh, gentlemen who uh, essentially run the uh, 
the Freedom Classic. So, man, just a full week next week. We're going to try to get a player or two uh, also on Friday if we can. want to talk to Coach Ka- uh, Coach Kaz and Coach Kostakopoulos. We're going to try to get a couple of them on here too. But it's going to be a fun week next week getting ready for the Freedom Classic. And, as you know, the official media entity outlet of uh, the Freedom Classic, you're listening to it right here, the uh, Brian Hanks Show. Uh, others may try, but... It's the Brian Hank show that is, uh, that's going to be bringing it to you. Okay, uh, that gets you call up on LCC. Uh, we're going to talk to Trez just here in a couple moments, but uh, let's see. Last night, we did have some action last night. As Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, uh, they won their fourth straight game last night. All SEC games. Man, Vanderbilt's really turning around. They're 14-12 and 12 right now. They're 7-6 and six in the uh, SEC. They won at South Carolina last night, 75-64. to 64. That was, again, like I said, their fourth straight win. Congratulations to Stack and uh, the Commodores. Uh, they're at home versus Auburn Saturday at 8.30. That's on the SEC Network. Dory Hines and UMO, uh, they are 9-16 and 16 overall, 7-10 and 10 in Conference Carolinas. They are home versus Emmanuel College uh, Thursday at uh, 7 o'clock, and then they're at Erskine College Saturday at 4.00. Uh, and you know what? We'll get you caught up on all these other hometown heroes here in a moment because I want to get uh, our uh, good friend uh, Dontres Styles up on the line with us. It's uh, uh, again, he was unable to join us yesterday, but uh, it is Wednesday, so uh, hey, I, I love this. Please tri- leave your message for two. Well, I tell you what, we'll straight to voicemail again. Let's uh, let, let's let, da 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 da. I should have known as quick as it uh, as it answered there that uh, that because uh, it, usually it's a second or third ring to get him. So we're uh, trying to get uh, Dontre Styles on the line with us. But while we do that, though, uh, let us uh, thank uh, let's thank Lovick's Cafe. Lovick's Cafe is the heart of downtown Kinston, and we'll get to that here in a second because uh, uh, coming through on our line right now on our Spence Automotive guest line. I love this, Trez. I think I love that people are going to be t- tuning into the show this morning and listening. They're going to go, oh, my God, is it Tuesday? Uh, hold on one second, Trez. Uh, I'm having technical difficulties here. Let me uh, get you here on the roadcaster. Let's try that again. Now, let's try Man, just all kinds of technical difficulties on my side here. Are you there, Trez? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> there you go. Dude, sorry about that, man. No, what I was saying, no, 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 no. What I was saying, I think it's going to be neat. People are going to be listening to you here in the 7 o'clock hour on a Wednesday, and they're going to be going, checking their watches, checking their calendars, going, wait a minute. Is today Tuesday? Yeah, man. It was a little miscommunication yesterday by me. I apologize. It was a, you know, been a tough you know, week or whatever. So, yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. It's like I told you when we were messaging yesterday, dude. Listen, one of the things that, I mean, dude, it's not like we're doing, you know, a 1 p.m. or a 2 p.m. interview or something like that. <laughs> dude, we're calling you Tuesdays at 8 a.m., you know, when when a college student should, especially after a tough game the night before, should be getting his rest and you've got some Yahoo back home in Kenston calling you and trying to wake you up, dude. <laughs> Nah, man, it's all good, man. I really enjoy doing this. It was just, you know, I have no idea what happened, man. I, just, <laughs> I have no idea. Hey, you know what? It is all good, my friend. I promise it is all good. Well, I tell you what, let's jump right into it. And uh, I tell you what, let's talk. A, well, we'll talk about the good stuff first. And uh, that was the big win over Clemson on Saturday, a 91-71 to 71 win. Uh, and uh, you played six minutes in it, uh, played some awesome defense in that game, and uh, the Tar Heels come away with a uh, a very big win. I mean, an important win over Clemson. Uh, just uh, reflect on that game a little bit for us there, Tress. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a big win for us. Um, it was a big win, and we really needed it. You know, personally, I didn't you know, play how I wanted to play, you know, the game is over with, so I'm trying to move on and get ready for the, the next five games. And whenever I get an opportunity to go out there and play, play better. So that's my mindset. I can't wait for that. Well, one of the things that I love, and you exhibited it when you were here at Kenston, uh, when you've got the minutes here at Carolina, you show But, dude, just a outstanding defense, man. I mean, yeah, you may not have scratched, you know, scoring. But I tell you what, in six minutes of action – 
I don't think you were scored against in the six minutes that you were playing out there. And, and again, I love it, man. And I hope you do too. And I know you're not that big on, so not crazy big on social media, but when you get in the game, dude, everybody supports you, man. I mean, it was, uh, it, it, it was fun watching social media explode when you come in the game, dude. Have you noticed that that happens or is that you just, you're thinking about other things? Uh, yeah, um, of course, man. I, I see it all. I really appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. I try to stay away from social media, but, you know, it's hard nowadays. But I really uh, appreciate the support from, from everybody. And, uh, yeah, man, I just really appreciate that. Well, I'm telling you, dude, people love you here in Kenston, Lenore County, and all over eastern North Carolina, as I've told you several times before, but uh, that was fun. Tell you what was neat, too, was uh, looking at Lauren Tindall's Facebook uh, later on Saturday, or maybe it was even into Sunday morning, and uh, you had an opportunity to hang out with your high school coach, uh, with uh, Coach Perry Tindall and his family. Man, the pictures were awesome. Dude, you could actually see, Linda said this, you could see the joy in your eyes, and I mean that sincerely, and she meant it, dude, uh, of the pictures of you and uh, Coach Tindall and his family. What did that mean to you to have that support from him? I know you love your fans here in Kenston, Lenore County, throughout eastern North Carolina, but when, when your high school coach takes time out to come up there and support you and be at the game and have dinner with you and all that, well, what does that mean to you, Tress? Yeah, man, it means a lot, you know. Coach Tindall and me and his family, we, we're very close, man. We talk like every every week, me and Coach Tindall, and that means a lot to me. He supported me throughout his whole, throughout my whole journey. And uh, he's been there for me, and I really appreciate him, and I can't, you know, really thank him enough for what he's, he's done for me and throughout my career. So, yeah, he's, he's my guy for life, and him and his family, you know, we locked in forever, and I really appreciate them. Well, what are some, you know, and I, again, we all loved watching you play at Kenston High School as you were coming up, but but what what are some of the lessons that you learned from him, that you learned from Coach Perry Tindall, that uh, maybe you even apply to uh, your journey that you're in today and uh, everything? Well, what are some of the things, what are some of the important things that you learned from Coach Tindall, Tress? Yeah, man, I would say... You know, hard work. He's a very hardworking guy, man. And um, he's he's disciplined. He's you know he's focused. You know he's as you can see, man. He's you know won a lot of games over his career as being a coach. So you know without he can't do that without being you know focused and disciplined. So I would say that. And you know he's very supportive, man. Just a great guy. And you know just just you know just being a great person, just. A, in general, man, he's not a good coach. He's just a great person. And that is just, you know, it speaks volume of him. And that just inspires me me to be a great person as well. I know. It's I wouldn't say it's easy because it is what it is. But it is. When you're around a good person like Perry Tindall, and and like I said, in his family, uh, Lauren Tindall and the two kids, I mean, it, it, it does inspire you. I mean, they are good, godly people who are doing the best they can, who try to help everybody that they can too. Man, I got to ask you this. It's amazing how those kids are growing though, isn't it? Man, it's crazy, man. I saw <laughs> true man, he's been tall, he's, you know, playing sports and Ollie. Just, yeah, man, I've seen him when they were, you know, smaller and I haven't seen him in a while and, when I saw them Saturday, man, it was like, <laughs> they got, they got taller, they getting older. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's fun to see. Trez, let me tell you something, my friend. It gets worse, not worse, but it gets crazier the older you get, especially when you're away from somebody for a little bit, because you probably hadn't seen uh, true and Ollie in a minute. And when you haven't seen them in a couple of months and they go through these growth spurts, I mean, it, it, it's, it's insane. Listen, Trez is on the line with us. It's Tuesdays with Trez here on a Wednesday on the Brian Hank Show. It's brought to you every week by uh, Joe Hargett and our good friends over at King's Restaurant. Visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location in Kenston for the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all of your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to uh, Joe and Angie and uh, King's Restaurant for uh, for helping us out here with uh, with Don Trez Styles Tuesdays with Trez, Wednesdays with Trez this week. And let's say, let's just take a quick look at Monday's game. Uh, I know a game that you really want to go ahead and put behind you and get behind you, but a loss to Miami. What happened in that game, Trez? Yeah, I just. 
And they're a great thing. I just feel like they made more plays. Got the uh, stretch in the second half. And we had a great first half, man. It was a, it was a great battle, you know. Just, you know, seeing Caleb and RJ and then, um, and my other two guards going in and change like that is, you know, that was amazing to see, you know, all great, great guards. You know, Armando and Leaky playing well. And Pete going to start playing well eventually. And it was a great battle, man. And it was fun to see. But we just got to get out of stretch. We got to execute more and better. Well, I tell you what, man. My we knew going into the game Monday night that uh, Coach Larinaga and the Miami Hurricanes they were a pretty good team. They they really showed it there in the second half, didn't they, Tress? Yeah, man. They played great defense, and uh, their guard Nigel Packing and Leaky did a great job on Isaiah Wong, and, and but the um, Nigel Pack and Jordan Miller they had a, had a big night, and they led them to a to a win. And, you got to respect that, and hopefully we'll see them again in AC tournament. Got to ask you, how tough is it? And that's one thing. And I know when you do hit the ACC tournament, those games are back-to-back-to-back. To back to back, but when you play an emotional game like you did against Clemson on Saturday, and then literally, literally 48 hours, less than 48 hours later, you're turning around and you're playing a number 15 team in the nation. Does it take anything out of you? I mean, to, to play those games that close, or does it get you ready, perhaps, for the ACC tournament and later the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I mean, it can, it can be tough on the guys, you know, especially starting five by playing, you know, tons of minutes, you know, but um, I feel like it prepares us for March Madness, though, you know, the new games every other day. So it's very any rest and you just gotta game playing game playing fast and you know and I feel like it just prepares us for March Madness. It's gonna be tough and tough and you know, we're playing great teams and you just gotta play better. I mean, we shouldn't be tired, you know, we praise hard, we should be in shape and yeah, I feel like it's gonna prepare us for March Madness. There you go. Well, you said five games. Again, that voice you listen to here on uh, the Brian Hank Show this morning, it's Dontrez Styles, a sophomore forward for uh, the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. And uh, like you said, Trez, you got five games left in the regular season, and it's uh, <laughs> Sunday at 2 o'clock, or I'm sorry, Sunday at 1 o'clock, uh, you travel to Raleigh. You take on an NC State team that you've already beat one time this year. You beat them on uh, uh, January 21st at home, 80-69, to 69, and you get to travel to Raleigh. Uh, I can only imagine, Trez, how loud the PNC arena is going to be. Uh, they're going to be ready to play you guys, aren't they? Yeah, for sure, man. You know, the fans are fired up and, and I'm pretty sure the players are fired up. They lost last night. So I know they're going to come in, you know, fired up. And, and we both we both need to win, man. Both teams, us and them. So it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a great game for sure. And I can't wait for it. What do you remember the most from that January 21st, uh, 80 to 69 win against the Wolfpack? Yeah, I just we, we played really well. We made shots and we. We defended. We did a great job with Jaquavion and Big uh, Joiner. And we just got to do the same thing Sunday and once a year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a hostile environment. The fans are crazy. They've been going at it since we, we beat them the first time. So it's going to be it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be crazy. I know it's not going to be quite the Duke environment. I mean, they're, they're rarely, very rarely can you, uh, you know, do you find that what they have at Cameron Indoor Stadium? But I still, I got to think, man, I got to think that's going to be a crazy environment when you guys roll in there on Sunday, don't you? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Their fans have been chirping to our fans. <laughs> the first time we, earlier this season, we beat the fans, so they, they can't wait for us and, and we can't wait for now, man. It's going to be a fun NC State versus UNC rivalry. And just add it to the books, man. Oh, I be special. oh absolutely. I can't. Check this out, dude. You know what the cheapest ticket to get in? It's sold out, as you know. I mean, every time you guys go to Raleigh, you, you sell out at the PNC Arena. You want to get – I just want to see if you can get – you know what the cheapest tickets are for that game uh, on Sunday, Trez? What is it? 
$122. And that's up in the nosebleeds, dude. A hundred and twenty-two dollars for the cheapest tickets. That's that's just crazy to me. But uh, there you go. Listen, Trez. Uh, again, uh, a one-in-one week over uh, the last time when we talk to you. Next time, you'll have the NC State game behind you, and we'll be getting ready for Notre Dame, and then uh, uh, the God-fearing Cavahoos of uh, the University of Virginia. <laughs> So uh, I, I I can't wait to talk to you next week as you get ready for those and as you're talking about uh, the NC State game. Dude, thank you so much for joining us. Go have a good weight uh, weightlifting, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. That's Don Trez Styles, the great Don Trez Styles, here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Again, if you're confused, you're, you're, you're right now, you're going, wait a minute. It's Wednesday. He talks to Trez on Tuesdays. We had a little, uh, uh, he was unable to join us yesterday, so that's why we had him here this morning. And again, want to thank uh, our good friend uh, Joe Hargett and King's Restaurant for bringing you Tuesdays with Trez uh, every week here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, vi- again, visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location in Kenston for the best dang barbecue in the East. <coughs> They're serving up all your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish, thank you, thank you, thank you to Joe and Angie, uh, all the folks over at King's Restaurant for bringing us Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show. And guess what? We're going to jump uh, right into our next interview here with uh, our good friend uh, Junius Smith III here in a few moments. Uh, while we do that, though, let me uh, thank a couple of our sponsors. Let me thank, We were starting to thank uh, Lovick's Cafe when we got uh, Trez up on the line. Let's finish that. Thank you to Lovick's Cafe. They are the heart of downtown Kenston, located at 320 North Heritage Street in downtown Kenston. Uh, it's the home of the world-famous Dough Burger. Lovick's Cafe has been owned and operated by Stephen Christina Lovick. They're the third generation of Lovick's to do so. If you haven't been there in a while, you need to get downtown and check out their new booths. Check out everything they've got going in uh, downtown Ken- or uh, at the uh, Lovick's Cafe location. Man, I need to get some Lovex in my life. Uh, give them a call at 252-523-6854. Visit their website at lovexcafe.com and place your order. Or better yet, go hang out with your friends at Lovex Cafe at 320 North Heritage Street in downtown Kinston. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, it's our good friend Junius Smith III. Man, we're in a good time of the sports year right now, Junius. I mean, and I'm talking about just from the high school point of view. We've got high school basketball tournaments going on. We got high school baseball getting ready to get fired up. Man, this is a great and that doesn't even count college sports and NBA and NHL. We've got the big stadium series game taking place in Raleigh this weekend. Man, it, it's a good time to be a sports fan, isn't it, Junius? There's definitely a lot going on. And then don't forget to get the Freedom Classic next week. <laughs> good Lord, dude. How could I forget that? You're right. Freedom Classic next week, just everything we've got going on. It, you know, hey, it's a great time to be a sports fan, isn't it? It really is. Well, Junius Smith III, like I said, joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, and uh, let's just, uh, why don't we just jump right into the East Central 2A, which uh, I didn't give any of the updates because I wanted to wait until uh, I got you on the line with me. But uh, last night at Southwest Onslow, uh, and I want to thank Leo Lockhart, who's listening right now, too. He sent me, dude, he sent me, I mean, now you do great with the NC moments. I love what you do over there, Junius. Dude, he sent me, like, the uh, all the scores, everything from Southwest Onslow last night. How about that? That is awesome. He's such a good guy. But last night, uh, the number three in boys, uh, East Central 2A action, and I can't wait to get your thoughts on this. North Lenore, who is rolling right along right now, Junius, they defeat uh, South Lenore. North Lenore was a three seed. South Lenore is a six seed. And the Hawks beat the Blue Devils last night 63-37. to 37. Uh, That ends the season for South Lenore. They will not be going to the state playoffs. They're 4-15. and 15. They end their season at 4-15. and 15. North Lenore improves to 13-11. and What did you get out of that? What, what are you taking away from that game last night, Junius? I think absolutely nothing from that game. I mean, it honestly ended the way that I thought it was going to end. Man, I tell you what. I got to ask you this, and this is how I feel, but you have watched all the teams much more than I have. It, is it – I'm not out of bounds to say Trayshawn Lynch from North Lenore High School, he is the best basketball player in Lenore County this year, isn't he? 
you know, I'm not about saying that. I mean, what he has done, especially over the past few weeks, has been otherworldly. And don't be surprised if he's my player of the year. That's all I can say. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, I've only seen him – uh, you know, that one time I'm going to get to see him tonight uh, and we'll get to that here in a little bit as we preview these games that are going to be taking place tonight over at Kenson high school in the EC two, a semifinals, but dude, reading what you've done, talking to coaches, I try, I mean, when's the last time I can't even remember. It's got to probably be in that 2005, 2006 range when Omar Jones and, uh, Leon Best and uh, Samuel Edwards and all those guys were over at North Lenore, and I think Omar may have been. I don't know if he was Player of the Year, but he was definitely up there. Dude, I'm someone who's been here 20 years. I can't remember the last time that a North Lenore boys basketball player was the best player in, in Lenore County. What? Who? Who have been the best North Lenore boys players you've seen since you've been here? Easily, Elshon Davis. Um, I want to say like in the 2016 range. Okay, and it's one of those things where. I was really close to putting him down as, as player of the year because that that was one of the quickest guards I've ever seen in my life, and he really dragged that North North team to a couple of playoff victories. Well, I dude, they are getting hot at the right time. Uh, North Lenore is again uh, just the way they put away South Lenore last night, and uh, we're going to preview their uh, semifinal game here in a moment. But I wanted to uh, just get your thoughts on the other two games, uh, dude. Southwest Onslow at home. The number two seed, and again, I didn't see the game. I don't know if it's as close as the score indicates, but Southwest Onslow, the two seed, beats the last place team in the conference, James Keenan, by only three points, 63-60. to 60. How surprised, shocked, or maybe you weren't. How did you feel about when you saw that score from uh, Jacksonville last night? I was a little surprised, and the thing about it is, you know, maybe you could chalk it up into maybe looking ahead to thinking, okay, we got North and Oregon, and – Southwest Onslow has beat North North twice, but the thing about it is this is not the same North North team that they played the, the last two times. So maybe, like I said, maybe they were looking ahead, but it is not a good sign. Well, again, uh, I was shocked by that. I mean, when you see the other games that were played, I mean, and we're going to get to this here in a second too with the East Duplin-Wallace-Rose Hill game, you would think that score should have been almost like the North North South North game, a sixty three thirty seven kind of game. But then again, like I said, I wasn't that I wasn't there at the game last night. I wonder if it was maybe one of those games that Southwest kind of controlled, but they, uh, but James Keenan made it. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Made it a little bit closer. There's no telling, honestly, but I just have a feeling that this was just not not what Southwest Angola needs. Well, there you go. Well, uh, the final game of the night last night, and I can tell you this because uh, Leo messaged me this. Uh, let me give you the final score first. Uh, five or fifth seeded East Duplin, fifty-eight. Wallace Rose Hill, forty-four. Wallace Rose Hill now falls to twelve and nine, and they probably had. They might have a good chance to make it to the uh, NC or to the NCHSAA two A uh, playoffs with a twelve and nine overall record, dude. I don't know what is going on with your audio, dude, but I'm having trouble here. I'm here. I'm getting a lot of uh, wind noise, dude. Yeah, my apologies. Like I'm, I'm headed, um, I'm heading to work now, so it's just like. Oh, it's all good, but I'm just saying it, it, it's really coming through. So I tell you, I got to get you talking then, <laughs> so because when you talk, I can't hear it all. So real quick, uh, East Duplin 58, Wallace Rose Hill 44. Uh, East Duplin improves to eight and twelve. Wallace Rose Hill is twelve and nine. And uh, let me tell you what, Leo, Leo worked that game last night. He said Wallace got down by as many as 25 points, and he had never seen a team that came out that flat as uh, Wallace did last night. But East Duplin 58, Wallace Rose Hill 44, Junius. East Duplin did, did what they needed to do. Um, I don't think I've seen East Duplin play this season, but and it, they're going to have some momentum going up against Kinston. And Kinston – they have been a little vulnerable. So, and that's where we're. I tell you what. Before I want to get uh, one more la- game out of the way from last night. This wasn't in the East Central Two A, obviously, but it's the state playoffs for Rendell Parrot Academy. You did that game last night. Parrot Academy girls. Be now. How did you? How do you pronounce? Is it Thales? Is it? How, how do you pronounce T H A L E S? Uh, Thales. Thales. <laughs> That's what we joked about yesterday on the show. I was like, I bet you I'm pronouncing that wrong. And sure enough, I was Thales out of Apex. They beat them 53 to 19. Parrot Academy is now 16 and 8 in Kelly Johnson's final season, and they will host 
Raleigh Grace Christian Thursday at 5.30 at Parent Academy. But uh, just uh, 53 to 19, it wasn't much of a game, was it? It really wasn't. I mean, your three-star players, um, Rachel LaConquo, Carolina Wano, and um, Hannah Dawson, they sat from the 459 mark in the third quarter because the game was just out of hand. Like, it was 39 to 6 when they, when they sat. And there was just absolutely no resistance. Basically, what, what set it off, um, Parrott went on a 23 to nothing run, a 24 nothing run. And that was it. Wow. Well, uh, that, a very good win. And again, they take on Raleigh Grace Christian Thursday at 5.30 at Parrot Academy. And let me ask you, I mean, you've seen this team several times now, including last night. He's got a, a team that's got a, a possibility and has a chance of uh, going deep in the state playoffs, doesn't he? He does. And what helps is that conference is no joke. I mean, when you got Wayne Country Day in your conference, you got Greensfield in your conference, you got John Paul II in your conference, you know, it prepares you for the playoffs. Well, uh, indeed, they definitely were last night as they won 53-19 to 19 over Thales. Thales? Thales? Thales. Thales, thank you, dude. <laughs> and again, like I said, 16. I want to give you a chance to talk about Kelly Johnson. I got to tell you, dude, and I say this as a sign of respect to uh, Parrot Academy head bas- girls basketball coach Kelly Johnson, but when I got here in 2002, uh, Junius, he was already a veteran coach, and he was at Parrot before he went up to uh, Peace up in Raleigh. But he was like an old timer coach when I got here twenty years ago. His impact uh, here in our area, uh, specifically, also uh, obviously over at Parrot Academy, uh, he's going to go down as one of the all timers, isn't he? Easily, because I mean, I, I think about that first year that he was at Parrot. You know, the record wasn't great, but you can kind of see a, sh- a shift coming up and. Parrot hasn't had a losing season in like five, six years. Yeah, and he's just done a great job, uh, like I said, over at Parrot Academy. And again, uh, they will be playing Thursday at 530 at Parrot Academy in the second round of the playoffs. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, I saw somewhere that Parrot's boys were supposed to play last night. Did we get a result from that last night? I didn't see it. Um, I know they played um, Cape Fear in Wilmington. Well, what was insane about that, though, is when you go to Max Preps, neither Cape Fear or Parent has it up on their uh, up on their uh, Max Preps pages. And again, that was going to be a tall task. I mean, uh, Parent Academy, what, 4-18, 4-19 going into that game last night, taking on a pretty good Cape Fear team. But I just I was hoping to get the results, but like I said, there, it's not up on Max Preps. I went to uh, – I searched all over Twitter, couldn't find it. It's almost as if the game wasn't played last night, dude. I'm pretty sure the game was played. It's just one of those things where it's just really, really hard to keep up with somebody when it comes to it. Oh, yeah. I know for sure. Okay. Let's talk about East Central 2A semifinals tonight at Kinston High School. And it begins at 4 o'clock today. Uh, Four games starting at 4. It is going to be so much fun over at Kinston High today. I will be there. I'll be updating Twitter uh, for all four games. If you uh, follow me on my Twitter feed at BC Hanks, you're going to make it out there tonight, dude? be there for for two of the games at least absolutely can't wait for that well let's uh let's break these games down let's start on the girls side and how about this at four o'clock today it starts with the third seeded north lenore girls who are 12 and 10 overall taking on the second seeded south lenore blue devil girls uh who are 13 and 9 that game is at four o'clock uh give us a give us a little preview of that game tonight there junius oh that game is going to be crazy because these teams split the regular season matches. Uh, South and North actually won um, the last one by 17, and North four won the first game by, I believe, eight. The thing about it is, you know, they're both defensive-minded teams, so it could be a very low-scoring game. But it's going to be very, very interesting. You know, you got the guard players on North and North versus uh, some of the bigs that, that South and North has. The X Factor is going to be the Blue Devils um, sensational freshman, Ty Mitchell. Dude, I can't wait for that game. And again, what better way to uh, start it than at four o'clock uh, over at uh, at Kinston High School? North North girls, twelve and ten. They're the third seed. South North Blue Devils girls, uh, the second seed, thirteen and nine. You know what? I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Junius. So give us a prediction. Who you got uh, taking that game uh, tonight over at Kinston High School? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. I'm probably going to go with, I don't know, like I'm, I'm probably going to go with South. Just, 
just off of what they did in, in the last game. And, you know, I feel like the bigs are, are a little too much for our North Carolina handle right now. Yeah, that is going to be a lot of fun. And, again, like I said, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at BC Hanks, and uh, I will be giving you uh, updates uh, all throughout that game. In fact, all throughout all four games tonight. I don't think we'll spend a lot of time on this next game, but I would love just to get your thoughts on it. You called it, dude, uh, and the, before the season even started, you said Southwest Onslow's girls were going to roll through the East Central 2A. Uh, you called that one there, Junior Smith third, as they are now 19-1 and overall. Didn't lose a game in the conference. In fact, I don't know if they had a game in single digits uh, in the uh, in the uh, conference uh, this year. Southwest Onslow, 19-1, and one, the number one seed, taking on the fifth-seeded East Duplin Panthers, who are 11-12. and 12. <laughs> what? I didn't mean to laugh. What are you anticipating in that game tonight there, Junius? It would not surprise me if a 1 o'clock happened. Really? South and this is no slight to East Duplin, South just like that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty doggone good. Hey, just for my own uh, whatever, I had to look and see uh, their games this year. Let's see. They beat South Lenore by 28, North Lenore by 41, Kinston by 17. Uh, we did that game. Uh, I, I, you know, I was at that game, and that was actually a single-digit game until the fourth quarter, so that was pretty good. They beat Wallace-Rose Hill by 39, Keenan by 31, Wallace-Rose Hill again by 49, North Lenore by 20, East Duplin by 22, Kinston by 36, South Lenore by 35, Keenan by 36, and then uh, East Duplin by 32. Uh, dude, so the closest game they had in the conference all season was 17 points, but that's what you anticipated coming into this year, wasn't it? Exactly. I mean, South of Oslo, they are a very, very good team. Do I feel like they could challenge a team like North Pitt? I don't think so, but they are a very good team. Well, I so well that's our second game tonight. Uh, I, <laughs> you want to give us a prediction on that one, dude? Like I said, I feel like a running clock is coming. <laughs> there you go. Junius Smith III joining us here on the Brian Hank Show this morning, our regular Wednesday guest. Uh, he is the uh, owner, publisher, founder of encmoments.com. And uh, now we get to the boys portion of uh, the East Central 2A semifinals. Again, all these games are taking place at Kenston High tonight. And, uh, dude, this is going to be a heck of a game tonight. Second-seeded Southwest Onslow boys, they're 15-9 and nine overall. Taking on the red-hot North Lenore Hawks, who are number three in the conference. They're 13-11. and 11. Dude, I know Southwest swept them in the regular season, but I tell you what, man, I think I think that North Lenore is getting hot at the right time. What do you think? I do. My, my biggest thing is, can they make sure that they prevent any crazy mistakes? Because they should have beat Southwest Onslow in the second game, but for whatever reason, they, they just couldn't. Well, what do you remember about the previous games on uh, January 3rd? Uh, Southwest won uh, in Jacksonville over North and North, 71 to 56. And then when they played the second time in Wheat Swamp, an 86 to 72 victory for the Stallions. Uh, really? I mean, now again, I think you did the uh, game in Wheat Swamp, but I mean, a 15 point win, a 14 point win. What does North and North need to do to, to uh, avoid the three game season sweep at the hands of Southwest? Easily cut down on, on turnovers. I mean, make sure that you guys are, are spreading the ball around. Granted, you know, Trey Shot is, is going to get his. Zaire is going to get his. So just make sure that, you know, they're efficient. If they're efficient, South, Southwest will take a night. Okay. Well, Dude, like I said, just the streak that North Lenore is on right now, I mean, they really have – they have shown – that uh, they're one of the best teams. I mean, it, it all – when you sweep Kinston, which they had never done, and I can't even remember – the last time – I don't even know, and I don't have schedules here in front of me. When's the last time that Kinston has been swept in a season? I could tell you, dude, off the top of my head, it's never happened in the East Central. It definitely didn't happen in Eastern Carolina. Dude, it's probably been – dude, I should have this number in front of me. I don't know if it's ever happened in the 20 years that I've been here, dude. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking about it like I don't. I, it definitely hasn't happened since I've been here. Well, this is a North North team that started the season zero and three, 
Okay, and then what? Zero and three, one and four, and then they have, like I said, they just they've now strung together five straight wins, and and impressive wins at that. I mean, they beat the crap out of East Duplin. They beat Keenan. They uh, have beat South and North twice now, and again that win over Kenston at home uh, last Thursday, fifty-eight to fifty-seven. Well, what has been the secret to their success? What has helped uh, North and North on this five-game winning streak right now, Junius? Honestly, it's Trayshawn Lynch just stepping up to another level. Like it's not, it's not that complicated. He has just been otherworldly. Well, it it I, it like I said, man, it's been impressive. It's absolutely been impressive. Here's what I don't understand, though, dude. How can you lose to a not a, a Wallace Rose Hill team by 23, who's not that great, but then turn around and beat Kenston three games later, dude? See, this is the one thing that I that I really haven't figured out about North North because they they can they can beat anybody in the in the area. They can lose to anybody in the area. Because like when when it lost um the South Plaza and North Pitt in consecutive games, I was just like, you know what? I don't I don't know what to make out of this team. Like honestly, this team could mess around and beat Farmville Central and then go and lose to like <laughs> I don't I don't know like. They, they probably lose the Bailey's Academy at Apex. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the, the girls' team. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Dude, it's just about again. Uh, you're not. There you go. It's just, I think it depends on just whether they come out hot or not. I mean, again, when, listen, when they won that game at Kinston 69 to 60 back on January 18th, dude, that wasn't uh, that, you know, a shot at the buzzer to win it. They dominated that game throughout. If you ask Perry or Coach Tendall, he will tell you. Listen, you and I talked about it when you when I had you on the show after that. North Lenore was the better team on the court that night, and obviously it was the same deal this past Thursday, dude. Right. Well, the thing about it is, like, the second matchup was was very back, back and forth, and then Malachi Ramsey hit that free throw at the end. But, yeah, they, they proved that they can hang with just about anybody. Well, there you go. Well, North Lenore tonight. Again, that game is at 7 o'clock, and you can listen to it. If you can't make it out to the game, you can listen to it right here on 960 The Bull. 960thebull.com is Harlan Neal and uh, Barry Stallings, and Jason Bryant will be bringing you that game, like I said, right here on 960 The Bull. So you can tune into that. Let's get the uh, Junior Smith. You're going to be there tonight, too. Let's get the Junior Smith's third prediction. Uh, Southwest Onslow, 15-9 and nine versus North and North, 13-11. and 11. Who you got? I know. I'm... I'm probably not going to be there for the whole thing. Um, I'm actually going to Farmville Central after the, um, the North North Southmore game because Green Central and Washington play each other. Okay. But I feel like North North should win this game. It's going to be close, but the biggest thing about it is if North North can cut down on, on mistakes, they should be able to, to get this victory. Well, I'm very excited about that. Like I said, that game is scheduled to tip off at 7 o'clock. And then the nightcap of uh, the uh, semifinals at Kenson High tonight, the fifth-seeded East Duplin boys who are coming off an upset of Wallace Rose Hill. Uh, <laughs> uh, they are 8-12. and 12. They are taking on the number one-seeded uh, Kenston Vikings, who are 18-5 and five overall. They finished 10-2 and two in the conference. There are only two losses in the conference, again, to uh, North and North in the sweep that they uh, were swept by the Hawks. What are you anticipating? Kenson had no trouble with East Duplin at home or in Beulahville uh, this season. Uh, what what are you anticipating from the Vikings tonight? I'm anticipating, you know, it, it's probably going to be a slow start for Kenson, but this is going to be a very, very upset team. You know, they're, they're still looking at the loss on North and North, like, I can't believe this happened. So they should – they should take out their frustration on East Duplin, but I feel like it's going to be a, a slow start. I, probably. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, the big news coming out of the Vikings camp over the past uh, or since the North and North game is, unfortunately, and I, I know your heart is broken as much as mine is, Junius, but Mir Mir Moore uh, suffered uh, a season-ending injury. I believe he uh, dislocated his shoulder again, which was the injury that knocked him out of his uh, junior year last year at Rendell Parrot Academy. First, just address that and just, again, I know you've got to be just absolutely heartbroken for that young man who has worked so hard to, to get back after last year's injury. One, I didn't know it was season, 
ending. Yep, and it's two, a, yeah, he, it's done. Man, thing about it is, like, you know, you look at somebody like Mir Mir, he is he is a class act. He's somebody that, you know, you, you want on your team, you know, both in production and locker room presence. And it, it just hurts to hear that. But, you know, literally, it's got to be next man up. And I'm looking at Jalen Cobb to, to lead this team now. That's a, what, exactly what I was getting ready to ask you. Good segue there, uh, Junius, is that uh, with Mir Mir out, the leading scorer for uh, for the Vikings, uh, played more minutes than anybody else for the Vikings this year. Obviously, Jalen's going to have to step up. Who uh, I had uh, Jason Bryant on here a couple of days ago, or the weeks running together, was it yesterday, day before yesterday? And uh, he was saying he really thinks this is needs to officially be the time that uh, Horace Smith the uh, six 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 seven center uh, senior center three year starter now for Kenson. He really needs to step up. Is that something you agree with? I definitely agree with it. But of course, you know, we'll, you got to look at the guards and you got to look at the perimeter and everything. So I'm looking for Khalil and Cleet Sanders to, to really make an impact. You know, Isaiah Parsons is going to get some more minutes. And honestly, it's going to have to be a, a collaborative effort for Kenson to be able to replace the production of the American. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But again, just uh, absolutely 100% heartbroken for this guy that, you know, last year it was in the MLK uh, when he was playing for a Rendell Parrot Academy that he suffered that season ending injury. And, um, and then this year at North Lenore, just uh, send good vibes to his family, right? Without question. I mean, he, he comes from a great family and I, I just feel bad for him. I do too. Well, uh, without Mir Mir, uh, still uh, taking on an East Duplin team that Kent has just really not had any sort of difficulty with this year. Let's let's get the official uh, Junius prediction for that game tonight. I'm going with Kenson by 30. I mean, like, they, they don't run in clock teams, but they definitely have some decisive margins under their, under their belt. So. Well, there you go. So that's our four games tonight, the semifinals. At Kenson High School, the East Central 2A. Again, uh, we'll go through the schedule. Folks are just joining us. The number three, North Lenore Girls versus number two, uh, South Lenore. That is at 4 o'clock. The number one seeded Southwest Onslow Girls taking on the number five uh, East Duplin Panther Girls. That game is at 5.30. The uh, second seeded Southwest Onslow Boys taking on third seeded North Lenore at 7 o'clock. And then the fifth seeded East Duplin Boys taking on the uh, number one uh, Kinston boys at 8.30. And those are those are what time the games are scheduled to begin. If we have any sort of uh, slowdown, it's going to be a it's going to, and I'm doing all four of those games tonight, Junius. It's going to be a long night tonight, but it's going to be a fun night tonight at Kinston, isn't it? Oh, without question. I mean, like, it's, it's definitely going to be a long night for, for everybody. Like, <laughs> I mean, even me in general, like, um, my plan is to go to the North Carolina South Moore game at four and then skate over to Farmville uh, to see um, Green Central play Washington in the Eastern Plains semi- semifinals and then come back to come back to Kinston. You know, hopefully I'll catch um, a good chunk of the North Carolina South Wisconsin game, but I'll definitely be there for the entire duration of the Kinston East Duplin. Dude, you, you are a crazy, crazy man, but I, I appreciate and uh, admire your love for prep sports. Uh, what are the Eastern Plains games tonight over at Farmville? All right, so what they did, like, they split it up. Um, the girls are going to be playing at um, at North Pitt. So uh, North Pitt plays West Craven, I believe. And then you got another matchup on Farmville Central versus um, Southwest Edgecombe. But the games that are going to be played at Farmville Central are the boys' games. Uh, you got um, Farmville Central taking on, I believe, West Craven. And then for the, for the other game, Green Central Washington. Dude, I'm surprised you're not trying to take it up to Bethel and see the, uh, <laughs> the Eastern Plain, uh, see a little bit of the Eastern Plains 2A girls tournament too. Nah, like as much <laughs> as I want to see Zamaria, like I, I'll see her, I'll see her on Friday. Very good. So there you go. Well, listen, uh, Junior Smith third. Uh, what's going on over at ENC Moments? A lot. Um, <laughs> aside from you know just um all the stuff that's going on along the lines of other tournaments and stuff like that. Um, I, I did a story about, um, about the new sports drink in, in the area drinks. Um, I did a story about, um, North Raleigh Christians, Chloe Moy as a nice, get ready to 
for their their playoff run and just a, just a few things going on. Like there, there's a lot happening at ENC moments. I think there's I wrote like some ten, eleven stories in the past two days, so there there should be something for everybody. It looks like you've been busy. Listen, Junior Smith third, thank you so much for joining us. Uh we'll see you tonight over at Kenston High School, dude. Sounds good. Uh, th- that is Junius Smith III, encmoments.com. Coming up here in our second hour, Sheriff Jackie Rogers on the Brian Hanks Show.